In this episode, we discuss the old toxic new year, new you energy and look at what to do instead. How does shame play a part in setting goals and resolutions and how can you use intention and desire instead? What do you do when shame creeps in and how did our ancient ancestors look at the new year? All this and more. Let's talk about what intuition really is. Let's look at all the places intuition and ego show up in your life. Let's share honestly. Let's do the research. I'm Jamie Hayhurst. I'm Heather Wood. This This is the Intuitive Intuitive Girls Guide. Hey, Jay. Hey. Did you know it's a new year? (laughs) New year, new me. (laughs) That's the exact kind of sentence we're going to talk about (laughs) booting to the curb forever. on the episode today because I want to talk about like the real energy of the new year and how to use it in a way that like makes you feel good about yourself yeah without bringing in so much shame yeah we've talked about this a little bit before we have but we need to talk about it more no definitely an update it yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so I want to I want to start by saying that back in pagan times yule was the new year I was gonna say this is not actually it no (laughs) (laughs) January 1st is like a, just a, it sort of looks neat on the calendar time for the new year. I guess. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have any problem with celebrating it there. Like do whatever you want, but like if you're feeling like, oh my God, Christmas. And then, oh my God, new year. Like if you have that feeling of like, oh, it's so much on top of each other. It's because it was just all one thing before. Right. Exactly. You were celebrating the wheel of the year turning. Yeah. Which leads me to another point. That I find, I feel like this is going to sound like, okay, Heather, really, like, that's a, that's a blurry line. Like, really, you're, you're cutting hairs here. What? But I think this energetically is very different. We think of a new year as, like, turning a page mm. or, like, a whole line finished and you go and you start a whole another line. Yes. Very linear, very True. masculine. Right. Yep. But how we used to look at it was a circle, was a wheel. So when it would come to this time of year, we weren't so much going like a whole start of a new year. We were going, oh, it's a turn in the wheel of the year. We weren't thinking so much like a whole thing ended and a whole new thing started. Yeah, it feels much more like definitive the way we think of it now. Like yeah. this, that's over, this begun, this, this like this, the circle is a continuation. Yes. And right. so there, there ends up being this like weird guilt mm. with like, you look back at that line that was last year and what you accomplished and what right. you didn't. And you're like, oh gosh. I didn't do enough. Yeah. I didn't get enough done. Yeah. Right. And so yep. I, I think... I'm not saying you shouldn't look at it that way, but I'm, I'm saying like maybe bring in the circular idea, the cyclical element of the, the quote unquote new year a little more right? and see if that sort of jives better. To me, that feels a lot better. Same. I just want to keep being in a circle. <laughs> like that feels- yeah. Just keep going around and, and getting better every time or whatever you're doing, growing yes. with each spin. And every season is like a fresh start in a way, right? right? So mm-hmm. it's not like you need the new year for that. No. So I think it's True. important because I oftentimes feel like I'm jamming myself into a place I don't fit. I right. mean, that could be the name of my memoir. It's on your <laughs> Put on my grave, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that a lot when it comes yeah. to like New Year's. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a list of, of sayings I think that we should retire 
okay. when it comes to New Year's stuff, and I want your opinion. Okay. <laughs> okay. The first one is the one you said at new the top year, of the episode. New, new Year, New You. Yeah. No. No, thank you. It, you're the same you. Right. You you can grow, you can learn new things, you can try new things, you can experience new things, you can work on stuff, you can release stuff. Yes, but that's all still you. It's also not how humans work. You don't just decide like, okay, now I'm going to stop doing this one thing or I'm just going to be really good at this other thing. Like we don't do that. We need that circle to grow and expand and change and like get better right yeah like it's 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 just a setup and it's a weird thought to be like oh well the the gregorian calendar clicked to 2024 so that means i'm going to be a whole new person. person right what right no also, you well, don't need to be a new person. It's just it's just like capitalism. It's just like marketing and advertising. And, it, you know, it started as probably like a tagline that wasn't too crazy or too much of a big deal. But now it's like everyone says it. It feels like a ton of pressure. Yeah. Everyone uses it to sell their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just enough. It, it feels like it's packed in shame. Like, yes. you should be ashamed 100%. of the old version, so you should be a new one. You have to change. Yeah. Right. So I say we drop it. It's pressure. Get a new hair color. Do all mm. haircut. Get bangs. I mean, get, well, make sure that you're well, in the right emotional state for bangs. Ask yeah. your friend before you cut them. But, like, do do those things. But that's not a new you. That's just, like, a, a new a new phase. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and just, also, sorry to interrupt, but not well, that, like, the, the previous version of you sucked. No. Like it, 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 that's the shame too. Is that like, I have to be different now because who I, because who I was then sucked, (laughs) but I'm better now. Don't worry. Like I've got it now. Yeah. Or I went through this hard thing last year. So now that it's not in the, now that it says 2024 and not 2023, I'm going to be completely over it. it. Right. Not necessarily. Listen, I would love if it worked that way. Same. If you could just click a button or turn a page or decide you're a new version and all the old shit that you don't want anymore is gone. Right. But I hate to break it to you. That's not how it works. It doesn't work that way. And you're only going to get frustrated if you try to operate that way. Okay. My next one is New Year's resolution. Yes. I like to go on the record to say that I have been for like 10 years saying that I hate the term New Year's resolution. Yeah, I don't do those. I, I hate them. Listen, you want to set goals mm-hmm. for, for the new year. You want to like think about like and plan out and like, it's like, what kind of things do I want to learn? What kind of things do that? Right. Yes. Set some intentions. Yes. I love that for you. You yes, don't have to wait different. to the new year and you don't have to do it at the new year. But if you feel that, that sort of energy mm-hmm. and that appeals to you, yeah. like I like that. I like like looking ahead and going like, what, what kind of stuff do I want to throw in the mix? Right. Do that. Set the intention, but to resolve to be something else right. or to be better or to like, I mean, my next one is self-improvement. I, I've decided that, that that's gone forever because you don't need to be improved upon. You just need, you know, to receive new things and to release old things. Right. Like mm-hmm. you're great as you are, everybody. Yes. Yeah. But again, where it's like, it, it all is such a sales pitch. Yeah. Like when you think about why you don't like those, it's because it's being sold to you. Yeah, in a ten step program or whatever, or like a gym membership, or or like right. you're hearing it everywhere. Like yeah. If if these were just ideas that you were like working on personally, yes. But they're like waves of information that hit you via capitalism. Yeah. Because everyone's trying to make a buck. 
that's all you hear. And yeah. but but what is like an advertising campaign, you assimilate into yourself and take it on yourself like there's a problem with you. Yes. It, that that's my whole problem with it. Right. And like we're gonna talk about how to actually like set goals and manifest and set intention. Like we're gonna talk about that without bringing in so much of the yucky stuff. Right. And when the yucky stuff comes up, like how to honor it. Right. We're gonna we're gonna go there. So like I'm not saying you can never do that. No. Right. What I am saying is exactly what you're referencing is now it's making me feel bad about the version of myself that I am. Right. That's what needs to go. And the idea that like. Like the way we look at the goals, right? Like saying a New Year's resolution, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this goal, and then you sort of like jam yourself into it without like thinking about how you want to feel, and like then you're so guilty if you miss a day of doing a thing. Like it's just right. it, there's so much of it that is gonna set you up to to fail. But like on the face of this, if you're a listener, a regular listener of us, like you might think that we would like this because yeah. we're always talking about doing the work and growing yes. and changing and healing things and being a, becoming a better version of ourselves. Right. Theoretically. Yes. That's what all this stuff is. Yeah. We're going to talk about how to actually do that. Yeah, It's just the way that it's packaged to you and yeah. like, like you're pressured by it. Exactly. That, and like, maybe you don't even want to change, but you're like, Oh, it's a new year. I got to do something. Oh, Oh, yeah. Might as well take that that deal at the gym. Might as well sign yeah. up. Like there's like an invisible bully like pushing yeah. you to do all these things. The in, the intention, the motivation isn't exactly right. right. Exactly right. Um, and then my other my other saying, mm. I have one more, is make this your year. Oh, <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, or the best year yet. Yeah, or something like that. I mean, there's a reason why 95% of New Year's resolutions fail. Yeah. That's the amount, you guys, 95%. We want you to set intentions and manifest the shit out of the stuff that you want. We're going to talk about how to do that. Right. We want you to do that. Right. That's witchy shit and we love it. Yeah. But we don't want you to go into this time of year and be part of the 95%. And those ni that 95%, they usually don't even make it past two weeks. No. They like don't make it out of this month. It's such a setup for failure. Yes. So that's what I want you to hear so that you can take this in and go, okay, we need to drop this frame right. of thinking mm -hmm. and we need to adopt a new one, which yeah. is an old one. Exactly. <laughs> which is the original one. The OG right. one. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So what I really want is for people to shift away from shame-based new year planning. Yes, please. And that kind of energy and into intention and desire-based mm -hmm. planning, looking ahead assessment of what you want right because there's nothing more intuitive than sitting with yourself and going what do i desire yes that's literally the most intuitive thing i've ever heard in my life yeah so that's really. what we want you to do right but don't get stuck in the new year ickiness yep okay you can still have goals you can still have dreams you can still have things <laughs> you want they're all just things you're desiring yeah. and you're making a plan to get them big fan yeah big fan this is what you would do at this time of year yeah at yule so a few weeks ago. Right. But still the same energy. Close. It's okay. Right? right. In this hemisphere, anyways, reversed if you're in the other and you're in the southern hemisphere. It's somewhere there. Exactly. You would go, okay, what is it that I, I want for this, this next cycle of right. my life? And you would look at it. So it is in your DNA to do this. That's why yeah. you're sort of pulled. Like we talk about this yeah. when we talk about the Sabbaths and the holidays mm -hmm. where like like Valentine's Day is one of my favorite ones. You're like, why am I kind of pulled to this? Yeah. But some of this I hate. 
<laughs> well, that's because you're kind of pulled to it because the energy comes from something literally in your DNA. Exactly. Very, very old and pagan. And then it's just become, like you always say, commercialized and capitalism has grabbed it. Yep. And so that's what we want to we wanna shift. Yep. So I decided to pick, I looked on social media. Okay. I actually went onto Facebook for this and I, so I know that you're really so proud of me because wow. I don't enjoy going onto Facebook. I don't either. Okay. So I went on and I looked and I was like, I had a little chart, you know me, I love like a spreadsheet and I just marked the posts I saw about New Year's resolutions. Oh, like on your feed? Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, do, 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 do. So I, I grabbed the top four. Okay. To tell you, so that we could talk about maybe how to look at those interesting in like a, a, a witchier, yep. intuitive way instead of a shame based way. Gotcha. All right, what do you think the number one was that I saw? Weight loss. Yep. Yep. By far. Yeah. By far. Yep. Okay, we're gonna talk about that more on that in a second. Number two was money. Yep. Number three was travel. Okay. And number four was like, I put this all into one category, like starting a new hobby or do like read more or oh, whatever. Okay. Like, yeah. like yeah. you know, something that you're doing more yeah. often or starting. Like a hobby. Yeah. Those are the top four. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I also put like new job or getting a raise at job in like the money category because yeah. they were all very based in that. Okay. I also see a lot of like, what I would call like getting your shit together, like oh, yeah. organization or like yes. cleaning up my closets, decluttering. Like I think that's all people love that too. I was considering that like sort of a hobby based activity. Yeah. Like I'm going to be the most organized mm -hmm. human that's ever existed. Setting yourself up for that journal. I mean, everyone buys a new planner, oh, yeah. right? And oh, then yeah. they never open it. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. I mean, I just really like, notebooks you do so like i just have a lot of them and i i actually do use them but i don't put pressure on myself to like write a journal right. entry i'm not i'm just not like a journaler no and if you are no. that's awesome but if you're not you don't have to beat yourself up for it and force yourself or to become one or you can use your notes app like i do like sometimes i do need to write things down but i'm yeah i don't have the journal with me it's but i'm home. not gonna write my feelings <laughs> down is no. what i mean i'm gonna write my to-do list Yes. I'm going to write the things I need to remember. If I get like a podcast idea while I'm driving, I'm going to like voice memo it, memo it to yeah. myself. Like all of that. I have yeah. a, I have a calendar, but like, I'm not going to sit and be like, today's feelings are like, that's just not me. Right. And again, if that's you, then you should do it. But the point is like, like you always say, there's not one way no. to do this stuff. You don't have to get up at five o'clock in the morning and meditate for seven hours and drink journal, a smoothie right, journal. Right. Do the parts that work for you. Exactly. Okay. So I wanted to talk about what I think were some better steps for all of this. Okay. Okay. But before we get there, we need to talk about the weight loss goal for a minute. Okay. 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 There is nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight. No. That if that's what you want to do, 100% okay. Correct. All right. There's this thing going on in the world right now, and I I actually like it, but there's some like weird offshoots Edges. of it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So it's like we want to be more accepting of our bodies. We want to be much more healthier. We want right. to we want like we have an episode on intuitive eating that I highly suggest mm -hmm. you listen to because it's a great way to sort of like get more in touch with how your own yeah. body works, right? And sort of get rid of the the noise and the voices that are telling you, mm -hmm. you know, don't eat that or carbs are bad or whatever leftover 90s bullshit, you know, nothing Ugh. tastes as good as skinny feels like all Ugh, that. Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, I hate that. that. I hate with. that. I hate it. I hate it. I still hear people saying that. I hate it. 
Yeah. I hate it. I, <laughs> 100%. And you know why I hate it so much is because it affected me back in the day. It did. I mean, I, I hate it anyways, but right. like it, when you start to un like untie all this stuff and like shift out of that, whatever yeah. mindset that Unpack was in the nineties, yep. you're alarmed at what you bought into. Exactly. So it made sense then somehow. Oh, gross. And like Kate Moss is the one who said it. And she also was like, that's not what I said. Like oh, I really? actually said more and I was talking about this one thing. And like, if you read the rest of what she said, oh, classic. Yeah. Uh, that's not really what she meant, Sucks. but it just became the campaign for yep. the nineties. Yep. It sure yeah. did. Yeah. Okay. So if you are, have a goal for losing weight, I think what's probably happening to you right now. And I, I have to say, I have recently watched the Barbie movie. That's the obsessive. Okay, so the America Ferrera. <laughs> spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! The America Ferrera line is in my like lines are in oh, my head. Oh yeah, the, that's the monologue. That was the best yeah, part of the whole movie. Sure was. Anyways, we'll talk about that apparently in a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sort of like you can't win here. No. So you oh, have no. to want to be skinny. But you, and I'm using the word skinny because that's actually what people want you to be. I hate the word skinny, I but I'm too. telling you that's that's why I'm using the word, yes. right? But you can't say it out loud. Correct. You have to absolutely love your body exactly how it is, but you also have to try to change it all the time. Like, all the time. You you can't win. No. It's just a setup no matter what if you – so if you're like me, you probably just like keep that shit to yourself because you're like yeah. no matter what I say or think, like it's going to be – Society has set me up going, right. to be wrong. Right. Or if I talk about my body to someone else, I can probably guarantee that they're going to take it the wrong way or they're going to they're gonna project their own stuff onto it or they're going to mistake my meaning. It's like, I, no, thank you. It's such a mind fuck. Yeah. It really, really is. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say, if you want to do that, I think that's great. Same. Check in with yourself to make sure that you're – doing it in a way that is as healthy as possible. Right. And for the right reasons, like we always talk about, like what's the motivator? Are you, are you yes. doing that? Be, you know, with all this talk about like that, like you suck and you're fat and you hate yourself and like get your shit together. And like that narrative is awful and painful. Yes. And I'm going to walk you through how to set the intention right. without using that. I'm going to, I'm right. going to give you the tools so that you don't do that. But it's like, the, the do the best you can here and also you're going to do it wrong uh, yes you're going to have a days moments right. minutes hours weeks where you're in a not great space about it where the intention's not the best where you're having thoughts from i'm just going to call them 90s thoughts right? right like where you start to restrict yourself or you start right. to get upset about the way your body looks or like all of that is part of it in allowed well because it's like we said, it's not just like a switch flipping on January 1st yeah. and all of a sudden you're perfect and you have perfect thoughts about your body. Like right. that's why it's such a setup because yeah. you can like set all the intentions you want, but it's work. Exactly. It's, right. That's the work. It's continuously going in right. and checking in right. and clocking it. Mm -hmm. And yes, it would be way better if you could buy a 10 step program Yes. to, to, lose weight and have a wonderful mindset about it well, to love yeah, your body. Yeah, exactly. But that's not a thing. There's nothing that exists that is that. No, no. And you can't buy a 10-step 
program to lose X amount of weight in mm-hmm. X amount of time, mm-hmm. but it's probably not going to be healthy and it's probably not going to last. Yeah. I mean, because if, you're not doing that actual work. That's the part. If you're doing the 10 step program right. and you're also doing that work right. at the same time, or that work is part of the 10 step program, mm-hmm. then okay. Right. Great. Do mm-hmm. that. Send us the 10 step program. But like, yeah. Otherwise, you're setting yourself up to feel like garbage yep. because you're going to be part of the 95% that fail yep. and then you're going to feel even worse about yourself. Right. So it's just, it's very, very tricky. And sure it, is. if you are tr- one of the people out there, two, two of them are sitting right here that are really trying to learn how to love their bodies and yeah. unwire some of the bullshit that's yep. in there, then I just want you to feel like seen and heard because yep. it's so hard sure is all right sure i think we should take a break on that note okay and we'll be back we'll be right back after this short break Wyndham hotels and resorts makes travel possible for all whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers or a place to make summer memories with the whole family no matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days In, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hey, y'all. It's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki, so I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. You know what goes great with podcast listening? A great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop. Yep, beans roasted in-house, amazing baristas, you know where I'm talking about. Restoration coffee. Can we go? Yes, I need an Americano and maybe a panini too. Ooh, I need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl. Ooh, yeah. Check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. All right, Heather, you already gave it away. <laughs> well, I don't know going in what the obsessed segments are. No, but you had said, you told me that you watched it. But I did tell you that I watched the Barbie movie mm-hmm. recently. It was my homework. Yeah. That's great homework, by the way. Yes. yes. Um, and then I, I worked it into something earlier. But let's talk right. about it. Well, I just think it's interesting because it took you a while to watch it. It did take me a while. And so I was like, oh, that ship sailed. We're not really going to talk about it. (laughs) And then this past week was that whole, like, um, what was it? The Golden Globes Globes and the Joe Joe Coy. And he made the joke about the Barbie movie and Taylor Swift. And it was just right back in the public awareness talking about it again. And like, yeah, 
we don't need to talk about that. I think it's clear that he completely dropped the ball and missed the boat and whatever other analogy you want to make about couldn't it. Couldn't read the room. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he yeah. fumbled it. Yeah. That's obvious. But like he, you're literally, he was literally like, yeah, that's why we have the Barbie movie, buddy. Thanks. Thanks. But anyways, I just wanted to get your thoughts. Well, okay. Well, first of all, my golden globe thought, I have to say one okay. part of this because it, my favorite thing, because it really shows that progress is being yes. made, is the fact that the women in the room. Yeah. And some of the men. And some of the men. But mostly the women, because women are taught to smile politely and to laugh at the joke and to not make anyone uncomfortable. Give good face. Give good face. The women in the room <laughs> refused. They did. Shout out to Selena Gomez. Yep. And then later Taylor Swift yep. when he said something about mm -hmm. her. And... I know, I know Ryan, um, Ryan Gosling. Gosling did it too, and I'm, I'm very proud of him because we need men supporting so us. <laughs> but men are men are taught that they're allowed to do that. Yes, I mean even the right. what people are talking about around it mm -hmm. are like, oh, Ryan Gosling's a hero, and Taylor Harrison Swift. Ford looked really annoyed. Yeah, well, he always looks annoyed, yeah, but yeah, too. Taylor Swift is a bitch because she didn't smile. Like I know Selena Gomez was mean because she put her hand up. Like nope, no. Taylor no. Swift literally sat there. She didn't smile and she took a sip of her drink. She and didn't that's, react. Yeah. That's like. Yeah. Being dramatic. That's yeah. like being too much. No, it wasn't funny. So she didn't laugh. <laughs> so I, I, that to me was the best part. Yeah, I agree. Was the reaction. Margot Robbie cringing, trying to smile. Exactly. Greta Gerwig. Just like not nay. reacting. Yeah. Like all of it. It mm -hmm. wasn't, they didn't, they didn't go up and slap him. They no. didn't Will Smith react. Correct. Right. Women can't they react just sat. like that. Right. I mean, we would be institutionalized. Of and, course. Lobotomized. Yeah, exactly. But. I mean, that to me was everything. Yeah. Like, talk about a cultural shift. It's happening. Yeah. Slowly. Very exciting. Right. Okay. What I thought about the Barbie movie was that I loved the Barbie mm -hmm. movie. I loved, like I said before when I spoiled it, that <laughs> America Ferreira's monologue yes. I have listened to over and over and over again. I, I watched it on a plane, mm. not to set, try to sound like fancy, but I did. And I mean, you were, you were on a plane. It was, I was in coach. Like, don't get, don't get it twisted. But like, <laughs> like I watched it and I was literally weeping. Oh, were you? While she was saying that. Oh, and nice. my husband was like, are you good? Like, I was like, I'm good. I'm fine. Because. That's good. It was just, I think, shout out to America Ferreira, who mm. I'm sure listens. Well, <laughs> I would love it if she did. Me too. But for just even the way she delivered it, she right. didn't overdo it. She just kind of was like, I don't know. It, it was all yeah, it was wonderful. Well played. Yep. I think that sums up the entire movie mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. I, I was really proud of how they did it. Like not knowing much about it going in and yeah. being someone who loved Barbie as a kid. Right. I was scared. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was great. I did too. What did you? What was your overall take? What was your favorite part? Oh, I loved it. I yeah. mean, I loved that it was... Like serious, but also funny. Like Will Ferrell yeah. and Kate McKinnon are two yeah. of my all-time favorites. Oh, um, love. So the fact that they were in it was great. But like, I just thought it was really well done. Um, my daughter was in it, who's a teenager, and she yeah. like sobbed the entire time. Like it really, mm -hmm. I think her generation feels that, and like they're yes. they're feeling it like open up. Yes. Like the like that change you were talking about. Um, like she she loved the scene with Rhea Perlman Ugh, I in love the Rhea kitchen. Perlman anyways. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, like I, I, I loved it. I do know some people who went into it thinking it was, I don't know how they missed it, but like thought it was a comedy. Oh. 
and not like a social commentary. Uh, and so they were kind of like, what the hell is happening here? Oh. Like they thought it was going to be t- like a stepbrothers type of movie or something like that. Like just a, uh, or like Anchorman, just like a straight up So you're saying comedy. they went in with expectations instead of intentions? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And there were parts of it that were very funny. Very, I laughed out loud. So did yeah. I. Yeah. But, but I do think that like if you weren't ready for it to be like a... A political piece. Yeah. It could have caught you off guard. I could see that. I've yeah. seen a lot of TikToks of like um, women showing their mother, like watching yes. them with their mothers and having them like, especially Cry. watch the America Ferrero right. line uh, or dialogue yeah. and them just being so blown away right. and affected. And I, I love that. I also saw a TikTok where this woman was holding her baby up to the screen for the American issues, like what we do every day. And she was like showing oh. the baby. And then um, it was a clip of Taylor Swift performing the man right yes. after. And she was like, yeah, you know, if exactly. a man talks shit, then we owe him nothing. Like, yeah, like these clips like yep. this. And I was like, yeah, like it shows, it shows the power of that movie. Cause right. it's hitting all the generations of women. Right. And I, I just, I love that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I'm glad you finally saw it. If there's a, a Barbie 2, can me and Jamie make a cameo in it? Yes. Can we just like put that out into the universe yes. now? Also, we accidentally wore our pink. We didn't actually plan it. Yeah. Well, Especially we you we very accidentally. I was like, oh, is that why you wore pink? Yeah, and you not like, for the Barbie movie. Oh, no, no. No. I mean, I knew we were talking about that, but I definitely didn't. Just like a subconscious much. grab yeah. to your Barbie pink. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. If you haven't seen it, you probably have by now. I'm probably the last person on earth to I think finally a lot of see it. I've seen it. But if you haven't, you should. And tell us what parts really resonated with you. I'd love to hear. All right, Jay. Let's talk about in an intuitive way, yep. in a witchy way. Yep. Whenever you want to do this, does not have to be at the new year. No. Whenever you feel like it. But if it is right now, right. cool. Let's talk about how to set some goals. I mean, I really think I would rather just say like, set some intentions. I feel like goals has a lot of weird shit tied to it too, but you know what I mean? Like if you're looking at that and you're like, what do I want to plan for myself? Don't we have a goal setting episode? Now we talk about that. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I think intentions is a much better perspective. Yes. So I want to go through some steps of how to do that. Some suggestions. You should do it the way it works for you. Mm -hmm. And these are very general, right? They're not a 10 step program. Correct. As always tweak everything to fit like how you, your brain works, your intuition works. Exactly. So I'm going to go through some steps. I'm going to try to like sprinkle in like those top goals to like give you suggestions or advice on. Okay. And then after we go through that, I'm going to give you some further tips to customize it for yourself, for ways that work for you. Because what's taught, even when it comes to manifesting, is very one way, one track, as if everyone's clairvoyant. Like, we need to do it in more ways than that. Okay. So my first step is to write an intention statement. And even if you're not someone who likes to write stuff down, may I please suggest that at least for the first time you do this, you actually do write it and you do like a pen to paper writing. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't have to write it every day in your journal. No. And as you get more comfortable with it, you can put it in your notes app. You put can start to do app. it in your head. Like, yeah, you don't need to like recite it every day. No. If that works for you, if that feels good to you, then you absolutely can. But there is something magical about like the pen to paper brain connection True. that like, and I know I I'm like to type stuff on my computer or my phone too, but like really sitting down and doing that yeah. I think is helpful. And you can like, I tend to just like sit and think 
like work it in my head and then write it down, yeah. whatever works for you. But I want you to sit and write like an intention statement. And the intention statement should answer what do you desire and how do you want to feel? Yes. Okay. So if I asked you what do you desire and how do you want to feel, what would the answer be? Okay. Now, I think a great way to do this is to at first just actually let whatever comes up come up. Mm. Even if some of them are like the outside voices like the kind of like you should lose your muffin top like yes they're going to be judgments at first the first layer of it is going to yeah. be judgments and like self-criticisms yep let them up let, let them, them come out yep address them just yep. look at them and let them go yep and if if you're stuck on how to phrase something right like to get it out of being yucky and shame based right you can rework it okay well the, you just keep just keep digging on it so yeah. like if you want to get rid of the muffin top why? Yeah. So I'm not so so I'm not so gross. Okay. Yeah. Well, why do you feel gross? Like just keep interrogating yourself. Yes. What's underneath that, and you'll start to sense the criticism starts to slide away. Yes. And you get to like what you really want to feel like. Yes. Instead of looking at how you don't want to feel, you want to look at how you how you desire to right. feel. Right. You want to feel proud in your body. You want to feel confident. Yeah, feel yeah. strong. Right. All of that stuff. So one of my favorite ways to get yourself out of the the shame based. What do I want? Because mm -hmm. you're taught to do that. So yeah. it's not your fault. Okay. One of my favorite ways is to say to change the statement to say, "This is how I'm going to treat myself." Mm -hmm. Okay. So one. let's say you your initial goal that pops up is you want to lose the muffin top. Right. Okay. So if you, if that's the, what comes up, you'd be like, well, what do I want to treat myself to then mm. around this? And you could start to just keep working it, but you could start to be like, I want to treat myself to feeling proud of how my body looks. I want to treat myself to movement every day. Mm. Like start to do that. Right. And then it'll pull you. Cause you can't say, I want to treat myself. And then a shame-based thing. Right. I want to treat myself to um, you know, passing out in the bathroom because I haven't eaten in three days. Right. Like that, you can't, that's right. a good word. Like, right. you know what I mean? It yeah. really helps get you to that place. Yep. You don't have to leave the intention statement with that in it. You mm -hmm. can probably take it out, but like you'll find what you're looking for there. With Does that, that make sense? Yeah. 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 So play with it. It doesn't have to be a like meme worthy statement. Correct. It just has to feel good to you to say. Right. It just has to feel like that's right. Right. If you if you wrote something and it's got like the most beautiful sounding language and it like rhymes and like there's cool. like a twinkle in the corner of your eye when you say it, but like it doesn't resonate, mm -hmm. it's not gonna it's not gonna fucking work. No. Ever. Well, that's why if you try to take one from a meme, it doesn't work. Yeah. Because it doesn't resonate. Yeah. So play with it. Have right. the fancy one, whatever. Right. But like work on it and you'll find it. It you know a lot of people too like. We'll start looking at these things and they'll start to feel guilty. So like money is a good one, a good mm -hmm. example of this where like someone's like, I want to manifest more money and they start to feel like shame for the fact that they want more money. Oh, so true. But like when you think a little harder about it, it's like, well, you need money to survive and the more money you have, the more comfortable your life is and the more things you can experience, the more desire and intuitive based your life can be. Yeah. So of course you want more money. There's nothing right. wrong with that. Right. Then just like... When that starts to happen, really shifting yourself into like, I want to treat myself to having more financial freedom. I want to treat myself to having more space in my life to do the things I love. Like that's where you're going to pull yourself away right. from, from that terrible mindset. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's like such, it's such a trick. It is. You need the money to survive in this wasteland of a life. 
Capitalist, capitalistic hellscape. It's yes. all it's all about the money. You you literally have to have money to survive. But if you say you want to have money, people are like, Ooh. exactly. Do you want to have that money to like give to orphans or for yourself, Jamie? Because you should feel bad if it's for yourself. Exactly. No, you should give both to the orphans and to yourself. Especially for women to want money for themselves. It's, oh God, it's a problem. Oh, how dare you? Yeah. To, Money to do what with? To, for your children? Right. For your husband? To right. retire your husband? Right. <laughs> no, for yourself. And that's just fine. It's fine. Do what you want with it. Yeah. Do, do things for other people. But also, it's just fine to do things for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I went off on a tangent, but I just got really... Well, you've had to check me on things like that before. I've had to... I've... You had to check me on it, too. Yeah. Like, yes, it's... it's You're going to get stuck. Yeah. Because you're taught to be stuck. Yeah. This is why you need to do it this way. Right. Okay. Step two, what are some actions I could try taking to support this intention? Okay. Your action is not to do the thing. The action is to support the desire. Correct. Does that make sense? You just have to get moving in any direction. You just yes. have to have some sort of movement. Yes. Okay. It's ener Everything's energy. So if like you sit yes. in your house and you wait for everything to come to you, it can't because... You're, you're not engaging. You're not activated. Right? Yes. That's why I'm always like, there's no wrong path. Correct. Which path should I take? Which, I want to lose weight. Which exercise routine should I do? It all fucking doesn't matter. No, you it's have to It's just that you like, go try one. Right. Yeah. You want to think differently about money? Then you got to try to do stuff to think differently about money. You can't just say, I want to think differently about money. Listen, again, right. I would love it to be the easier way. It's just, yeah. I feel like I'm always the bearer of bad news, no, but, but it's, it's just true. not how it works yeah. and it's not going to work for you if right. you do it that way. But again, especially when it comes to money, you're taught to think all the wrong things. Yes. So it's undoing that kind of stuff. Right. Okay. So just do like a brainstorm, brain dump. This part doesn't have to be written down. I like to write this down, but this can just like stuff can come up mm -hmm. and think about what you could do to support this. And some of it can be like, Ooh, yeah, like I'm going to have to do that every day. And some of it could be like, eh, I'll try this once or I'll right. throw this in once. Like just see what comes up. Some of it right. you're going to cross right off. Like if your goal is weight loss, you're like, oh, maybe I won't eat for a week. That'll that'll pop into your head and you're going to well, go, there's that, but I'm going to cross that one off. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's obviously like you're exaggerating, but like you, you would probably say like, I'll just eat less. I'll, I'll count my calories. I'll do whatever. Right. Right. Like that restriction restriction. Yes. And then you start to butt up against that restriction. Yes. That's not intuition. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Okay. And that, that butting up is perfect because it's step three. Okay. Where is the resistance? Right. All right. Sit with it. Take your time unpacking it and analyzing it. There's this thing where it's like in, in this industry mm -hmm. where it's like, in order to get the thing you want, you have to completely eradicate the shame and the bad thoughts about oh, right. good vibes only, bitches. Like, no, 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 no. That's, first of all, that's never going to happen. No. Second of all, it's part of it. Like, you can still feel squidgy. That's a word you made up. You yep. can still feel squidgy, which is, just means, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? When you think about manifesting money, and you can still manifest it. Right. As long as you're doing something to shift it right. and you're catching it and you're going, why do I feel this way? Oh, I've got, I want to just slowly impact. I want to look at why. As long as you're continually doing that too, it's going to work. Yeah. I mean, the, those bad, bad experiences, that's the data. Yes. 
Like that's yes. the data you're collecting to see mm-hmm. what's working and what's not working. Mm-hmm. So you, you, the goal is never like no bad times, no bad experiences, all good. Like everything's great and perfect. Like, no, cause then you don't know what you're working with and you don't know where to go next. Exactly. Because right. there's no data. This is why it really irks me when it's, it's either like, what I'm thinking of is both financial people mm-hmm. or people who have a lot of money and people who are somehow in the the weight loss industry. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not all of them, but it's some of them mm-hmm. who act as if they never have an off day or they oh. never have a bad day or yeah. they never have a negative thought anymore. I've eradicated right. all bad thoughts of my body or money or right. like I only eat celery or like whatever. Right. And they represent that the reason that they have success is because of that. Right. That is the most untrue thing True. in the world. Listen, you get you get into life, you get to be the ages that we are, and you get to meet people at the top of the things. Mm-hmm. And you're like, huh. Huh. Exactly. That's what you do. Exactly. You're like, they're actually just as screwed up as I am. Yeah, it's just a facade. Yeah, they've just right. figured out something. Right. They're doing something right. right. Or maybe they had something handed to them. Like, you don't know. But they're also still very insecure. Right. I've never never met one of these guruish people, and I've met quite a few of them. You have. And gone, this person has no insecurities. They have no vows in their way and nothing stopping them. No, it's actually when you meet those people that you're like, oh, I wish I hadn't met you. There are a lot of them. Because it's it's like, so the facade is You're cracked. like, oh. You're like, but oh. then it's also kind of like, the, there's the people who own it. Mm-hmm. Like, sort of like the the more the um, the model of like a Glennon Doyle, who's yeah. like, yeah. I'm going through this and here's how I'm struggling. Yep. That is so refreshing. Agreed. I'm thinking of our guest on last week's episode, Carmody. She was the opposite to me. She was like even better than I imagined. She was like very real about everything. Struggles and problems. That's and, the kind of people yeah. we that you want to be like following in these kinds of yeah. journeys. Not the people pretending that it's very easy for them. Right. Well, like like if you're modeling perfection for people, you're you're just setting them up to fail because it's unrealistic. Yeah. And if, if someone is in whatever whatever thing you're going after telling you that like when that shame-based voice comes out or when the negative based thoughts are, they're telling you to like squash it or move away from it. Kill the ego. Yeah. They're, they're hurting you. Maybe not on purpose. They're just not educated enough. Right. But they're not getting you where you need to go. Instead, you should lean into those voices. Like, listen, if you're in the middle of a workout class, I'm not saying stop and like sit in the corner and like rock and think about how you hate your body, (laughs) but I'm thinking clock it. Yeah. Clock it. Right. And then when you can go, why was that there? What's going on with that? Yeah, no, it's not. We're not saying like believe every thought. Like not every thought deserves no. validation. They're just thoughts. They're supposed to come and go, right? Ego is not a truth teller. No, it, you're just you're just observing to see like where the problem points are, like where yeah. you're sticking. Yeah. So like if you're having these thoughts in a yoga class, yeah, you don't have to be like, you don't have to give in to them. Right. But you do have to look at them and say like, why am I struggling at this point? What does this mean for me if I'm struggling here with this thing? That's the work. Perfect. Again, you perfectly segued me into my little tip that I was going to give everybody, which this is weird, but it's to channel something I do to channel me for a minute. And it's something I do that I think you both find entertaining and sometimes annoying. What? When someone is telling me their stuff, yeah, or they're just telling me something, 
Yes. I say a word and that I mean it because we both know that I'm autistic and I actually, every, most everything that I say I actually do mean. Okay. Yes. I'm not saying it sarcastically. Mm-hmm. I go interesting. Oh yeah. Okay. That doesn't annoy me. No, but that's how I know when we're, that's how I know we're getting somewhere. But I, when you say interesting, I'm like, Oh, Oh, I, I hit something. <laughs> oh, this is where we're, we're going to be working. <laughs> Because it's literally interesting. I'm I not know. judging you for no, it. No, I'm not judging anybody for it. No, I'm it literally finding it interesting because usually what's happening is someone is is saying to me, whether it's you or anybody else, they're like, I, I want this to be different or I'm feeling this way. Yeah. And then I'll ask a question and the answer to it, you'll, you can hear that there's a vow or there's something right. really off about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or there's an argument or a resistance there. And I literally think that is the most interesting, interesting. thing in the world when that, I love, I look for that all the time. I hear it. It's like, it's like someone turns the volume up on everyone talking if they're saying it. So it's, it's the Sherlockian part of yes. me. It's the Sherlock Holmes where it's easier to do for someone else. I'm telling Correct. you to channel it for yourself, but it's almost like I want you to picture the magnifying glass. Like yes. you found a clue, right? You're not judging it. Right. It's not, it doesn't mean that you're, there's something wrong with you or that you're too far behind. Right. Or like, it's just like, huh, a clue. It's interesting that this is what's coming up. It's interesting that I could go all day and be fine and feel great about my body. But I got into yoga class and realized that the pants I had on were making my stomach like stick out a little bit in a weird way. And then for the rest of the night, I felt like garbage. Right. That's interesting. What happened? Why did that like, that's what I'm talking about. When people say interesting, it usually is condescending. Uh, Right. That's why I'm saying I actually, it's literally (laughs) of interest to you. It's it's actually a point of interest that you want to explore further. It's like I'm taking a highlighter and I'm highlighting that thing because it's like that's interest, that there. That's of interest to you. You might have won like a really major award and Mm -hmm. I'll be so supportive and I'll clap. But what I actually find interesting about you is these things. Yes. Like oh, that, definitely. That it, it's genuine. Yeah. So I'm just saying, channel that part of yourself. Yeah, just channel look into me. it. Just go like interesting and like look into it. And then if you are someone who says that, sometimes you have to explain to people that aren't your best friend that you don't you don't mean it sarcastically. No, I don't. I don't mean no, a lot. If I mean something sarcastically, sarcastic. you know I mean it sarcastically because I exaggerate the inflection of my voice like a cartoon character because it's hard for me to know that too. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Lastly on this part, words are spells, so choose them wisely. True. We we'll always say that. Words are spells. Yep. So here's, here's one of my favorite examples. If some sort of change to your body is one of your goals slash mm-hmm. intentions, and you start to think about the action steps that you want to do, and one of them is exercise, this word, exercise, people have, myself included, so many complicated feelings and things around. Okay. So I want, when that happens or whatever your word is, I'm just using this as an example. (laughs) I want you to go interesting and I want you to to look at why, and I want you to unpack it. But I also don't want you to force yourself to use that word in your, in your daily practice. So this sounds like nitpicking to some, like to an outsider, right? It sounds like you're splitting hairs, like you said. Yeah. But, and maybe as you're listening, it sounds like that. But actually think about it. Yeah. Because if you, if I decided that I had to exercise four times a week, mm-hmm. instantly 
the brakes, my internal brake system would be pumped and I would be like, there'd be full resistance. Right. Because you're not, not only do you have to find the fucking time and energy to do that. Right. Now you have to fight all the, the resistance is coded around that right. word. You just cast a spell. That's right. a shitty spell. You're right. casting a shitty spell is right. what you're doing. But if I said, I, I need to move. That's what I was going to say. Yes. I had to do, if I had to just move, yeah. do some movement four times a week, yeah. that would feel energetically entirely different. Exactly. And so like, but then that voice comes up. It's like, well, why can't you just get your fucking ass up and exercise? Like just yes. do it. Just right. do it. You got to listen to that voice. Yeah. Don't listen to it and take it. Don't believe to heart. it. Don't, Don't believe, believe it. it. Like you said, you're gathering data. Right. You're just yeah. like, why am I so resistant to this? And maybe it's not the actual movement itself. Maybe right. it's because you've been inundated with this bullshit for your whole yes. life about how we have to exercise. We need a gym membership. Yes. We have to lose weight. We're all fat. You know, like yes. see how it's like it, it yes. spirals. You become, you activate shame right. with certain words. Is the word exercise a bad word? No. no, but have you probably attached a lot of shame yes. to it? Yes. So do not use the word. Right. Don't use it. And it might sound like nitpicking, but it's actually not. It's not nitpicking because you're not, like we said, words are spells. Like if I said to you, here's two spells that I know work, Jamie. Right. This one is garbagely shame energy and it, it you're going to feel like shit while right. you try to do this one. But this one, you're going to feel a lot better. It's going to be a lot right. easier. Which one are you going to fucking choose? And they both work. They both work. Right. But one of them is a terrible time. Exactly. Okay. And I'm not saying that just because you switch the word to movement, you're never going to feel the shame. Of no, course of course you are. not. But be, really pay attention to what's coded in these words for you. Because that if you're starting with that, yeah. you might not even get out of the gate. You won't. Because it's... There's so much resistant resistance built around certain words and everyone has them. It might not be exercise for everybody. Yeah. Right. But there's, there are definitely words that every single person has that are like little triggers for them where their, their body just locks on them. Yes. You know, sometimes this is a word for me, mm -hmm. just the word vacation. Mm. Like if you want to travel more. Interesting. I want to take a vacation. You like traveling. I love to travel, but I don't necessarily, I don't. Because I don't want you to don't want to lay down on a beach. No, right. That's not how I travel. And I also, I don't. I'm very privileged in that I don't live a life I need a vacation from. So it doesn't. When I say I want to do that, I feel like I'm not representing what I want to right. actually do. You want to explore? Is it the and same learn. thing? It is. Yeah, I want to do tours. <laughs> but like, is it the same thing? Yes. Theoretically, they're the same thing, but yes. they mean very different things to you. To me. So right. I'm going to use the word travel, Correct. but I'm also going to clock that I have a little issue with the word vacation. And <laughs> I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go, interesting. What could be there at right. the same time? But right. you don't have to make it harder for yourself and be like, well, I've got to make it so exercise or vacation is a good word for me. No, you don't. Just pick a different one. Pick a different one. Right. Pick a different one. Cast a different spell. Yes, because that's not treating yourself. You're not treating yourself to exercise, but you could be treating yourself to movement. And that's also not how you want to feel. When you talk about like deciding how you want to feel and yes. setting an intention for that, you aren't looking to relax. I'm not looking to relax. When you travel, relax. you're not no. looking to like like get some time off and not answer any calls no. and sit and have some drinks by a pool. Right. By the way, that sounds delightful to me. I would love to do it that for like one of the days. I know. 
But like, that's not how you're looking to feel. No, you're, no, you're, you want to no. be excited. You want to be learning. You want to be yes. discovering new things. Those Teach are, me about your culture. Those are yes. very different feelings. Yes. So they don't actually, but to somebody they're not synonymous. Else, to somebody else, the word vacation might mean that. I know. And they don't, right. there's no resistance. Or Correct. to someone else to say to travel might make them feel like, oh my God, I'm going to have to like do a tour and, and I, or, or I have to, or I have to plan everything for everybody else. Yes. It's too much micromanaging. Yes. yes. So right. note it, see the data, work on it, but then use a different word. Right. It's just, it's to swap it. It's so important. Yeah. And like you said, just to, to reinforce whatever you're going after, you've got to look at how you want to feel because yeah. how you want to feel is the, the reason you have a thing. Yeah. Like this is people, people's brains hurt a little bit when I say this, but you don't want actual money. Like you don't want, like, I want to Scrooge McDuck into paper. Yeah. You don't want like piles of paper sitting in your room. You don't give a shit about the actual money. No, you don't care about that. You want the opportunity, the freedom, the privilege. You want all that stuff. Yes. So you need the ability. Yes. So if you just try to manifest the thing, you want a new job. Because you want it for all these other reasons. Because you want to feel this, 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 and this. All right? You want a relationship because you want to feel this, 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 and this. Right. But you could also sometimes substitute something else can come into your life that feeds you that even better. Yeah. So if you get really caught on the thing that you're trying to manifest and you're not using emotion, it's kind of like not firing with all your cylinders. Yeah. Or you're you're not opening the doors to opportunity. Like if they could be – the universe could be sending it to you in other ways. But you are so focused on – having the actual money or having the actual boyfriend that you're missing that thing coming in from another avenue. Yes, exactly right. So you've got to remember that the universe is smarter than you. Oh, it's so And if you're like me, that's a, I know that sounds so obvious. I, that's a hard concept for me because I like control. So I would like to, I would like to create the plan. So this is what I do. I've said this many times. I write out a plan. Dear universe, this is how I think you should exactly do this thing I yeah. want. And then I crumble it up and I'm like, or whatever way you think is Whatever's best. Whatever's best. But I have to I have to get the way out yes. that I think is the best. Yes. Well, and because like your brain can only manage a couple scenarios where you can get from point A to point B. Yes. And I'm going to tell you that literally like nine times out of ten, you end up at point B and you're like, I never would have foreseen that path. Like you and I, I had just recently had this conversation. Yes. Yes. Like I had no idea I could get to this point on that road. I had and no this idea. Is way better. Way and better. way cooler than the way I thought. Yep. 100% all the time. All the time. Never yep. have I got something exactly how I want it and it been like, okay, this right. was the right way. That's yeah. never happened. It's literally no. happened in a different way. Sometimes right. messier, sometimes smoother yeah. and it's all been better. Yep. Okay. Now I want you to customize everything to yourself. So I'm going right. to give you some tips for that because anything that's telling you like do this and not going, but make sure you're customizing it to how you operate. Mm-hmm. Be wary of that. True. Okay. Especially if you are highly intuitive and highly empathic because you're going to feel allergic to it and that's why. <laughs> okay. Yes. First, when you're looking at intentions, you need to apply your universal desires. True. Okay. So the universal desires, we have a whole episode. We also we have, have many episodes. We have many episodes on this. We have one about parenting using it. Like, I love them. Yep. I love them. I love them. I love them. You okay. Do. So they are love and connection, significance, certainty, variety, growth, and contribution. 
go listen to our episode if you don't know. Find out what your top two are, mm-hmm. okay? And then consider them into your goal and make sure that language is in there somewhere. It doesn't yes. have to be in like a main statement, but That's you understand yep. that the reason you want this, for me, love and connection and contribution are my top two. The reason I want, I desire anything is to feel love and connection to people and to feel like I can contribute in some way. Same. If I create even like an exercise workout plan for myself without thinking of how those two things apply, it's not going to work. That is true. Okay. Yep. So you, you want to use your desire and how your desire operates like in the best way you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other thing. If certainty or variety are not in your top two, uh-huh. it's not in my top two. It's not, it's not in your really top two. I mean, I think it sneaks in every be. once in a while, but yeah. Okay. Variety can be, uh, well. Yeah. You got to ask, am I a certainty or a variety person? Because you're one or the other and you're, whatever one you are, your best friend is the other one. True. Your partner true. is the other, right? Like That's and, true. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's I'm true. certainty, Jamie's variety. variety. If we were to create the same plan mm-hmm. to go to something one of us would fail miserably and the other one would do really well. Right. Like it, it, that doesn't make any sense. I'm a certainty person. So I'm going to create a routine and a plan because my brain likes it when it doesn't have to think of the thing all the time. It's right. already been thought of. I just have to step into yep. it. Okay. That's what certainty people like. That feels safer to me. No, thank you. See, even the thought of it, you have to shake your head at, right? No. Variety people, that feels like it locks them in because variety people thrive in very present moments. They're better at being present than the rest of us. Okay. And so you're sort of like assigning them how to feel in a present moment that they know isn't going to work. You're not the boss of me. (laughs) So much resistance, right? (laughs) So instead you want to look at how do I, if I'm creating a plan, Mm-hmm. which is very certainty. How is there a ton of variety built into this? Right. How is there, how is every time I go to do this thing, how is variety present? Yeah. Because if you don't do that, you're going to hate whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you feel miserable when you're trying to do any of the things you're working on, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You can't, no. you can't sustain that. Yeah. No, don't do that. So please consider those things. Okay. Yeah. And and let us know, tag us if you're a certainty or variety person, and especially if your best friend is the opposite. Yeah, or your partner or something. Yeah, yeah. they make the best combinations of people. Yeah. For sure. Two certainty people is a power struggle, and two variety people is a hot mess, mess. and no one's getting anything done. <laughs> so you need one of each. <laughs> right. Okay. Consider your universal fear. Yes. I mean, consider all of them. I'm always considering abandonment, my <laughs> abandonment, rejection, and fraud. I mean, everyone's always considering it. They're just not making I'm it very conscious. Aware of it, yeah. You're very aware. Yeah. Okay. So all three of them are going to show up, right? But your top one. So for Jamie, it's abandonment. For me, it's rejection. It's going to loudly try to derail you. Right. So you want to get it so it works in your favor. Yeah. Okay. So like an abandonment person. I mean, like we've talked about this before, but probably is a variety person. Generally, because a lot of abandonment people fear being like locked into something they don't like commitment. Okay, can confirm shows up in all different ways, not right. just relationships. Jamie's right. been in a very long relationship with her husband, I think it's like a hundred years that you've been with him, right? 24 years, okay, close, yeah. So <laughs> that it doesn't, yeah. you know, it doesn't yeah. mean that, but that you'll see yeah. it in other ways, right? Yeah. So if, if that's your fear coming up, then you're going to, you want to want to work with it. Yeah. Right. And talk, if you say to yourself, I'm going to commit to this and I'm not going to abandon this plan. Right. 
immediately your ego is going to be like, there's a high risk here, Jamie, that you may in fact abandon this plan and then feel like garbage. Exactly. So maybe don't even try. Why start? Okay. Right. So you've got to know what's coming at you so that you can be like, no, I'm doing this for myself. I'm, I'm gauging how this needs to feel for me. Like, right. If you are a rejection person like me, Uh okay. What the script that's going to come in is going to be all about, you succeeding or failing and the terrible things are going to happen as a result. Okay. Okay. Everyone's going to reject you if you succeed at this. And then everyone's also going to reject you if you fail at this. So maybe just stand still and cry. I think that's also something to look into that a lot of people do not think about. I remember this when I began this journey. Yeah. I was always like, well, why wouldn't I want to be a millionaire? Why wouldn't I want to like be a superstar? Like, of course, that would be wonderful, but you don't realize how much you've coded into being rejected when by other people when you are successful or abandoned or, or being abandoned. seen as a fraud. Right? Exactly right. right. Exactly right. So if if that is yours, you need to think about it honestly. This I'm only going off of my own data, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say the statement as I truly believe that people are far more afraid of succeeding than they are at failing. Hundred percent. So you might think that like the the thoughts at the front of your brain might be at like people seeing you fail, and you might be worrying about that. But what I'm telling you is like when you do a little digging, you're way more afraid of being successful and what that means. To the point where I would say people are actually people choose failure. Yes. Because they're so afraid to succeed. They're so afraid yes. of what that means for them personally. Self-sabotage at the its highest. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and the hard thing is that people don't know that's what's happening. No, they don't. So it's really tough to watch. Yeah. And also why you need to be doing these steps and like checking in with your shame and paying right. attention to the words you're using because otherwise you're going to be blind right. to stuff like that happening. So what would that look like for fraud? So people who are fraud are don't want to make any very definitive statements. Okay. okay. So and they don't want to make them in front of people because what it's going to trigger is their self-worth issues. So, so they're not proclaiming their resolutions. Yours is going to be private. Right. Okay. So what's going to happen is if you have a fraud person and let's say that they want to just be healthier, mm-hmm. okay? If they say to someone, I'm working on being healthier this year, what's gonna happen is they're they're gonna start to imagine all the people hearing this going like, why would you deserve to be healthier? And who do you right. think you are being healthier? Like, right. that's the script, and then you're gonna be like, right, why do I think I should be healthier? Like, right. Maybe I'm, I don't deserve that. Or maybe I have no chance at that. Or like, that's what's going to start to happen to knock you off balance. So you want to make sure your, your statements aren't super definitive. They're just like, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to move towards this goal. Right. And then you keep them to yourself. Yeah. If you have a trusted person you can talk to about it, do that. But you're not posting yours on social media. I mean, I can't imagine a fraud person wanting to do that. No. But if, if you're in a, in like a, a 10 step program that's like post your goal. Right. Don't. No. No, no. I swing towards fraud fairly frequently and I definitely know that feeling of like not wanting to. Yeah. Because what if I don't? Well, I can't go back on it. Now I'm like locking myself in. I mean, that's why it's so important to remember that you experience all of these. Yeah. Right. And that's why it's so important to be checking in because if all of a sudden you're like, I don't want to tell anybody my goal. First of all, that doesn't mean that you're in a bad place. No. Sometimes it's better to keep it to yourself, yeah. right? Move in silence. But checking in and mm-hmm. going like, why? Yeah. What? Why is fraud activated in me right now? What's going on? Because right. everyone experiences all three. So yeah. I think that's an excellent point. Okay. Um, use your top two clairs. 
Mm-hmm. Use them. Use them, use them, use them, use them. We have an episode on that. We have an episode. We have many episodes where we mention Claire's. We talk about I feel like every episode oh, I say Claire. Yeah. Okay. So know what they are. If you don't know, go see our episodes. We have some great ones explaining them. Mm-hmm. Know your top two. But also know what ones work better in different scenarios. Like try mm. stuff on. Right. Okay. So like as a clairvoyant person, for me to look at something written down or to have like like this That's is a good point. This is why mm-hmm. it's not just because I'm type A and like certainty, but like having a planner, I don't have it up here, but oh yes, I do, it's right there. Having my yeah. weekly planner mm-hmm. that I open and I look at my week helps me because I'm clairvoyant. Correct. But if you're clear audience, you're going to want to like say it to yourself. Like you have to know what ones are yours and what ones work for you and what ones don't. It's probably why I don't need to write mine down because I'm clear cognizant. So I'm just sort of downloading them as I'm thinking, I'm thinking them, they're processing. Yes. You're probably taking moments. I'm going to put money on the fact that it's while you're driving. Definitely. Well, where you're running through each thing. Yes. And like, it's just like, boop. Like yep. coming up and you're just almost like you're clicking a, a, a pop-up that comes up. If that's yeah. how you need to do it, that's how that's what right. you want to do. But knowing them is important. If you're mm-hmm. clear cognizant, then you need to, whatever the goal is, before you bother writing it up or drawing a picture of it or, or saying a mantra to yourself over and mm-hmm. over again, you got to sit and know in your being that it's the right thing for you. Right. Or it won't work. It won't work. Yeah. You gotta feel it. Yeah. And I don't mean like you can't make any steps forward until you do that, but you've got to be working on that because that's what claircognizant people need. True. You're a clear audience. You've got to be able to say a thing to yourself over and over. Mantras are your friend. You need to be saying that kind of stuff. You need to know so you can support yourself because if you're trying to jam yourself into a vision board and you're not clairvoyant. Or have a song that like activates you to like if you yes like, to like start a new hobby if you want to practice crocheting yes like you play a song that like gets yes. you in the state yes to do that yes exactly okay my next one is um know your patterns oh oh are right. you gonna say like neurodiversities like that oh <laughs> yes well that's part of your pattern yeah know how you operate and how, where things are gonna go wrong right know know yourself yep okay so like i know that I'm going to set a goal Mm -hmm. and it's going to be way too lofty. Okay. I am going to set, I'm going to like start to expect things of myself that aren't possible. Mm -hmm. And so I know that that's my pattern. So I let myself make that plan. Go right ahead. And now let me make it more realistic. Like adjust it. Yes. Right. And then I know that I'm going to feel weird about it and have to call you and process it with you. Right. And then I'm going to be fine. Like, know your pattern. Right. You have to know it. Like, if you keep trying to jam yourself into someone else's way of doing something and then shaming yourself for it not working, you might as well not try. Agreed. It's never going to work that way. So know yourself. Yeah. Know it. You're going to screw up. Well, and why not take, like... Why not take your previous screw ups yes. and use them for good? Yes. Like rather than shaming yourself about them or like I've never been able to do this before or I always stumble at this point, why not be like, hey, I usually stumble around this point. Yeah. Like what do I do from here? This is of interest. Well, isn't what that do the, I do here? Isn't that the beauty of like making it so your ego voice isn't a villain anymore? Yes. Because when your ego's like, you're probably going to screw up. Yeah, here. this you can is be like you fumbled last time. You can go, interesting. Yeah, so let's make another This is valuable route. information, so right. let's support myself better as I get to that point. 
Yep. Amazing. Also, just because you have goals and like whatever, one of the things that I, I'm doing is I'm learning a language. Okay. Yes. So I have goals around that. If I miss a day mm-hmm. doing that, right? I don't sit and, and go like, I can never do it. I'm the worst piece of garbage. <laughs> if I get off track for a week right. and doing it, I don't do that because I don't have a lot of vows written about me knowing another language. True. But True. if I go off of like, a, I, mean, I don't have a meal plan, but if I did and I went off of it right. or I didn't exercise the you days I thought of it, then I would, I would be like, I'm, I've, I failed. I give up. Right. Because you think like, but no, like those things are part of it. Stumbling blocks are part of it. That's all you're not supposed to go at it perfectly. You're just supposed to go at it. And like, that's the journey. Exactly. If you have the intention of doing something, you got to stay in the feelings. And if it stops feeling good, then you got to change course. Exactly. So it's important to know that and to allow that. Agreed. Okay. My last one. My kids are going to cringe if they hear this episode of, of how I'm going to say this, but oh, I really like it. You have to reverse no card your ego. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. Uno reverse. Uno reverse. Uno reverse. Reverse uno card. Yeah. Slap it on the table when your ego starts to say stuff. Okay. Yes. So if I'm going to, I feel like we keep using like exercise and weight loss, but I feel like it's the one with the most I mean, that's what you hear shit the most attached people, to it yeah. also. And it's always the number one. Yeah. But, okay. If you go, this, this was me when my kids were really little, mm-hmm. I feel guilty taking time for myself to exercise or to yep. meal plan or to sleep or have a massage or whatever. Right. I feel guilty taking time away from my kids there. I'm going to be a bad mother if I yes. do that. You remember right. that script yep. that oh, used to yeah. run? Okay. Yep. If you reverse Uno card that and you go, but what do I do to them if I don't? Yes. So imagine yourself, like, right. like imagine yourself in if you don't you know, get to relax. the ghost of Christmas future. Exactly. And your kid is like, oh, my mom, I got to take it. Like I'm taxed with taking care of them because they're so unhealthy or like, exactly. and then you, you, you go like, and then what would it do for them if I did it? Yeah. Like what would be the example, right? Like right. now your ego has become afraid of you not doing it. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And now yes. fear can work a little bit more in right. line with what you're going for. Does it eradicate the bad voice? Of course no. not. But it, it helps you. It helps balance that out. It's yeah, like, because it's, it's a, not, like we said, our, our egos aren't truth tellers. No. They're going like, this is a fear we have. We'd yes. like to present to the class. Exactly. And everyone goes, oh, well, that's true then. Right. Right. It's, it's not. It's, it's not. just like, oh. What should I do with this information, right? right? That's what you want to be doing. So anytime you have something like that, that's really mm-hmm. pushing on you. Like yeah. I can't, I, you know, I, I can't do this job anymore. Everything in my being hates it. And like, I'm going to, I'm getting an ulcer, like my body's falling apart. Right. And so, you know, you need to leave and you need to do something else, mm-hmm. but you're so afraid of money or whatever else is coming. And I'm not right. saying those aren't real considerations, but no, you're so are. trapped that you might Keep yourself in a death sentence because of it. Correct. You want to reverse Uno card that shit right. and go like, well, how could it? How could it go really right? Like, exactly. how could this work for me? And what am I going to do to myself if I don't do it? Exactly. Very very helpful. Okay. Anything else you'd like to add to this difficult thing that is New Year's energy? No. The only thing I would say is like more about just a smidge more about the neurodivergence. Oh yes, yes, it's yes. like. If I know I have ADHD, so yes. I have to I have to put that in the pot of things I'm considering when I'm making a plan for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, 
how long can I realistically sustain like my attention on this? How long is this yeah. going to continue to be like interesting to me? Yeah. Um, or anything like that. Or like yeah. how's executive functioning play into this? Yes. How I can I support that. myself when these things come right. up? And it doesn't mean there's something that like, oh, I can't do that. Right. Like, that's not what it is. It's like, oh, I don't operate best that way. No. it's like, Yeah. And, you, and it will also help you see those stumbling points before you get there. So maybe you can like make some workarounds for them. Yes, exactly. Exactly yeah. right. And just remember, you're not, the reason that self-improvement is something that I don't like for a term is because it, it's saying that there's part of you that isn't good it's enough. wrong, right? Yeah. Something is wrong with you. Yes. So if you're just instead like thinking about growth, like right. I just want to grow. I yeah. Want, that's growth is literally one of the human desires. Yes. So like you're already coded to want that. Your intuition activates when you say growth. Yep. When you say improvement, your ego activates. Exactly. So you want to pay attention to that. So if you're like, but but Heather, I want to do better at this or learn this and I, I don't have that. So I've been improving, improving myself if I do this. Well, that's one of those words that's weirdly coded. It is. But because it sounds like a fixer upper. It sounds like something has to be fixed. Yes. And you, you're just the way you are is great. Yep. If you would like to grow and, and change yep. something, yes, high five to that because yep. that is going to activate desire and that's going to work. Exactly. But improvement is going to activate fear. It's going to activate shame and it's going to activate a lot of criticism. And that is not going to work. No, it's not helpful. It's like having Jillian Michaels scream that you're a fat ass when you run she, on a treadmill. I knew she was going to come up in this episode. I almost said it once. Yeah. Like let's starve you yep. to death and have you run on a treadmill for 80 hours. Shame you publicly. And shames you. Yeah. And then everyone celebrates you when you look kind of like death, but you're skinny and oh, then yeah, you sends like, you back into the real world yourself. and everyone's like I can't believe they gained the weight back and right. you're like huh yeah it's terrible mm. terrible so listen bottom line is it's really hard it is hard it's really hard out there it's hard out there for an intuitive person it sure is it's hard out there for everybody well like we always say just give yourself some grace like yeah don't let that capitalistic yeah. narrative run through your head like yeah. try to try to soften that a little bit be kind to yourself. Set intentions. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? Work, to, work towards those feelings. And what do you desire? And just keep trekking along. Yeah. You know, so you can set times if you want for like check-ins. But like, honestly, I, I think, honestly, I like times for like shaking things up. Yeah. I mean, I, I also do plan spontaneity. Like I'm going to be spontaneous between the hours of 7 and 10 You do do that. I would never be it's up true. at 10 p.m., but you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. <laughs> That's how yeah. I do it. So maybe that sounds funny, but like... Like Fridays are your spontaneous day. Yes. But like... <laughs> land sure. ahead every week. Sure. But if you're setting a goal and you're like, in two weeks, I want to have this exact result, no. you're setting yourself up for Correct. failure. But if you say, in two weeks, I want to really check in and see what I've accomplished and how I'm feeling and if I want to make any adjustments to this, that's going to go really that well. That feels better. Do that. Yep. And if you're more of a variety person than me, maybe that check-in is in two days. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever works. Right. It's all difficult, but it's all possible and it's you might as well feel good while you go to this yep. instead of feeling like shit because it's going to make it harder anyways. Agreed. All right. I need some coffee. Definitely. Let's go. Hey everyone. Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? 
we need you to go onto whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.